What's up, guys, and welcome back to Zachary Reality. I'm your host, Zachary Reality, and we have the boxer, football player, Netflix star, dare I say, Too Hot to Handle alum, and now Perfect Match alum, and we're going to get all into it. We are here with the one and only Chase Demore. Chase, what's up? How you doing? Man, thanks for having me, man. It's time, it's time that I get in on the tea, man. That's all I'm saying. It's been too long. Uh, I've been I've been too quiet. Now, now it's time to speak the piece. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you're here because you always say it how it is, which I think you got justified after <laughs> seeing how everything played out. But you literally have no filter. And that's one of the things I like about you. Have you always been like that? Yeah, I think that's I think that's like the main reason like I keep getting like great TV opportunities and why like um, I do make great TV, whether you know, you hate me one day, love me one day. But I think like the hardest thing is just being like genuine on TV and like speaking for like the viewers that are like, you know, sitting at home watching the show like no, like screaming at the TV, say this, say this, like I'm supposed supposed to be that guy so do you feel like you're supposed to be that guy or do you feel like like our people like our producers or whoever like encouraging you to be that guy or do you just feel like you are no, that person no 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 see like i'm like one of the very few people in reality tv like the producers will try to produce but i'm like look this is how i would say it in real life this is how i'm gonna do it you know and i think that i don't feel like i need to be that person i 100 feel like i am that person and i think that i used to watch tv when i was a kid and i was a kid screaming at the tv like no don't go in there you know don't do this don't do that and so while i'm there in the moment I have like a very good ability of being able to like see, you know, when we watch this back six months from now, are we really, really going to be like pissed off because, you know, you didn't say goodnight to me or like you blew her a kiss or you said this. No, I'm going to tell you in the moment, like you guys are full of shit or like, I know what you guys are trying to do here. So, yeah. And we're going to get um, into it, especially at the end when you called out everybody who you know needed to be called out but did you grow up watching reality tv like what shows do you like to watch i, I didn't really grow up watching a whole lot of reality tv to be fair like i used to watch like american idol like dance with the stars america's best dance crew mtv cribs like you know jersey shore stuff like that i think i grew up like watching like here or there but as far as like you know dating shows and stuff you know i didn't even know like Dating shows were a thing until, you know, I was tricked into going on the two out to handle. Oh, yeah. Well, we're, let's talk about that for a second. But I do want to know, you played football professionally for how long? And, like, why did you stop playing? Uh, I'm actually still playing. I'm currently, like, a free agent. I was drafted last year to, like, one of, like, the other um, United States leagues. I played in the USFL. Um, you know, before that, you know, I was with the Seahawks. I was up in Canada for a bit, playing up there, you know, in college, all that stuff. So, like, I kind of grew up, you know, playing football. It was kind of, like, my first passion, my first love and I think um, it really built the foundation for who I am because like in football like if you fuck something up you get told right then and there it's like corrective coaching and I think like that's how like I've learned and like that's how I've taken it even on the TV I think like you know if I see something that's wrong I'm going to speak on it be like this is how we need to fix it it's how we have to adjust I think it also goes into like how I game plan things I think that you know, right now, uh, I'm a free agent right now, but I've obviously been in talks with some teams, probably going to sign here pretty soon. But I've obviously been extremely busy with, you know, filming and um, having my show come out, boxing, you know. Yeah. I, uh, obviously, like, it's not like I could just, like, sit down and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on right now. And um, obviously, I still love football. I have a great time. Well, I actually shot a reality TV show in the football league last year called United by Football. So I got to take, oh, like, a lot cool. of my 
reality fans in they see like what i was doing on a day-to-day basis as far as you know being a pro athlete and what is uh what was your position in football i'm like a i'm a linebacker essentially like an outside stand-up you know rush the passer type of guy so you know it's i got the easy job i go in when everybody's tired and i try to sack the quarterback and like i look pretty doing it (laughs) (laughs) i have no i have no complaints and how do we think that i would do at a football in the professional football leagues would i be really good at it or would i get tackled no you'd be the best you're an all pro you'd be like uh, uh carson wentz you know for the eagles you kind of look like him too okay. low-key do you know who carson wentz is no you want to see a, a picture of him show me you know i would be the water boy and i'd be good at that no you'd be the quarterback all right well as long as i don't get tackled i mean that's the whole point of like you know quarterbacks but <laughs> we'll play flag football here's carson wentz for you i don't know if you can see this <laughs> a little bit okay well i'll take it i'll take it um okay all right he's a stud all right yeah (laughs) i'll take that not bad not bad um well you said you got tricked into reality tv so how did you end up getting on too hot to handle really really funny story so i actually um when i had a girlfriend for six years like we were like together i lived with her and then one day like i was just like i'm over this like i don't want to do this anymore and so i ended up breaking up with her um i thought like everything in my life was like going south at this point like i you know i was sleeping in my car like i was just training every day i was working at starbucks trying to go to the nfl like do all this stuff but you know i didn't really have anybody like riding by me and so um i went to visit one of my friends one day he was making a tiktok and I was like, what, like, what are you doing? He's like, you know, you look like somebody that would do really well on TikTok. And so like, I was like, kind of watching and I was like, you know what? I downloaded the app, I made an account and I uploaded like one of my, my workout videos to it. And like, I, you know, kind of forgot about it. And like my phone was like always buzzing, vibrating, going off and for like days. And like, you know, I don't know what it was, but one day I just like opened up the app and I had like all these followers out of nowhere. I think I had like, you know, 10, 20 K at the time. Instagram was like going crazy. And I was like so confused as to what was going on. And I had all these DMs. And while I was going through the DMs, I saw that Love Island um, US reached out to me and they're like, hey, um, you know, we got, you know, this dating show called Love Island. I don't know if you've seen it, but we want to get you involved in the casting. And so I started casting for Love Island and sat through like all the Zooms, met all these people. Um, you know, it was really great. And I and I went through the whole process up to the point where they, you know, they selected me in like this VIP mix of people to go to the show. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, we're actually not going to send you in first. We're going to send you in as like a bombshell. This was like COVID during this time. So it's not like we were all like sequestered in the hotel. You know, she was like, you know, if this wasn't COVID, we'd have you here in the villa and we'd bring you in. She's like, basically right now, like you just got to wait for us to call you. and We're going to fly you out. And you're going to come um, to our Vegas location. And I was like, all right, cool. And like, I had like all set on doing this. I was like, this is going to be like my big break. I just started TikTok and like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have all these followers. It's going to be great. Well, in the meantime, I kept on getting reached out by this show called Parties in Paradise. And they're like, you know, sending me message after message after message. And I'm kind of like ignoring it. I was like, it looked like a fake message. It was like, hey, like, we just want to party with you on this boat. Like, it's going to be sick. And I was like, bro, there's no way this is real. And so anyways, I got a random call one day. I actually missed the call because I was working at Starbucks. Um, I was on shift and I checked my voicemail and it was like, uh, this is such and such from a violin. We're really sorry, but we've actually taken you off of like the list of people to go. And Zach, I was heartbroken. I was like, no, like, yeah. I sat through all that casting. I did all the blood work. I like, you do all this stuff on these shows. And I, I just felt like, I was like, man, like, there's no way this is happening. This was like my one big break. And I was just like, man, this, there's gotta be like a plan for me. There's no way I'm going to like, I'm going out like this. And so like, I ended up messaging that parties in paradise back. I was like, Hey, like, you know, just randomly freed up. I hope like, you know, it's just still a thing. And they're like, Oh, absolutely. Let's hop on a zoom. Like right now. 
<laughs> like literally, I was like, okay, I dropped everything I was doing, like trying to wipe the tears from my face because I was like crying. And I was like, yeah, like <laughs> I would love to be a part of this show that I think is fake and blah, blah, blah. So then she's like, okay, I'm going to send you up to the next person, next person. And so like, I basically started at zero again. I had to do all these interviews for like, I don't know, like four months, five months yeah. ago. Like it was long. And then like randomly I'm at, you know, football practice or like training and I get a call and they're like, Hey, we just want to let you know that this is such and such. And we've picked you to come to, you know, Turks and Caicos. And I was like, bro, I get to go to Turks and Caicos. No way. That's lit. And so like, I went there and like the whole time I'm, I'm, I'm in this villa, like a, a Airbnb type villa. Before I even go on the show, I had this really cool chaperone. We had like the ocean in our backyard and stuff. And he would take me out every day. Cause they take your phone and all you don't have none of that yeah. the whole time you're you're there for like two weeks so you take me to the ocean and try to like keep me entertained so we could break up the day and then we get to like where you do like the hey i'm chase blah 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 you know that intro part yeah so i didn't know this but at the time he told me one day he's like oh like like the pizza people are gonna come they're gonna bring you the pizza and so they brought me this pizza and like i'm like half dressed i'm like brushing my teeth i open up the door i'm like hey thanks and they, they just like come in i was like i've never been to a country where like the pizza people just like you know come in and they're just asking me questions. And I had no idea who these people were. And I was I was going delusional at this point. And so I went and I was telling them about I had this pet spider in the backyard. And I was talking all about my spider and his pizza. And they like laughed. They left. Fast forward back to like when we're doing the intros, that person like walks out and they were like the head of the production team. Like, hey, we're going to put Chase on this show. Like, I didn't even know that there was a possibility that I couldn't have even been on the show because apparently uh -huh. you know, on these shows, people get flown out and they yeah. might not get to go on. And so... They're like, yeah, you're going to go in and you're actually going to go in on the first day. You're not coming in as a bombshell. And I was like, I thought this whole time I was going in. My chaperone looks at me, he goes, you know, I was pretty sure, but you know, nothing's, nothing's guaranteed. And I was like, bro, like if I ever went on, if I came out here and waited all this time not to go on, I don't even know what I would have done, you know? Yeah, but you still get paid like to be there, even if you're waiting, right? Not on the first show. The first show we got paid, I think it was like $200 a day while we were quarantining. But after the show starts, you don't get paid anymore. Wait, was Party in Paradise um, too hot to handle? Was that like a fake thing yeah. to throw you off? Oh, okay. That, that was like the, that was the, the fake name that they used for. Parties in Paradise. And I didn't even pick up on it. I was just kind of like, uh, okay. And then one day I was in the villa. Like this is like the first day before they told us it was too hot to handle, you know, the, the next night or whatever, because how TV time works. Yeah. I was just like making a joke one day. I was like, you know, this is the part where like the person in the sky goes, little do they know what's about to happen. And like all the production team like gave me like the dirtiest look. And I was like, <laughs> I was I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so then um did you see too hot to handle one before you got there? So did you know what it was? No, um, I actually had no idea. And it's funny is because I tried to watch it while I was quarantining. And like my chaperone like came out like super fast and like cut it off. He's like, oh, um, actually, you can't watch uh, any reality TV shows while you're quarantining because we want you to be like you and not like them. And I was sitting there thinking like, that's kind of weird that you just, you know, we just watched a reality show together like two days ago. I think we watched like uh, The Circle or something. And gotcha. now, you're, now, now you're telling me like, <laughs> like I can't watch this. Uh, I don't know. I just never put two and two together. I was just like, you know, this is probably, they wouldn't tell us the network. They wouldn't tell us like anything about it. And I was just like, you know, it's probably just going to be some like BS on CBS. You know? So you must have been stoked when you found out it was too hot to handle because season one did so well. Yeah. Like my face, I remember screaming, like I, I'm here with Marvin. He was, he's gone right now, but he still talks about it. My face, I was like, yo, we're on too hot to handle. I was like, screaming. I was like, there's no way. Because like, obviously, like I've never seen the show, but you hear about it. You, yeah. you, you're familiar, like the name. I was like, you know, regardless of everything, you just have like this 
this title that you had to go with. You don't even have to tell people you're hot anymore. You know, it's yeah, just, yeah. It just comes with the brand. I guess. You're too hot to handle. I'm dead. Well, then you get on the show, you start dating, whatever you talk to people, you become famous because of this bug that flies on your forehead. Do we, do we ever find out what type of bug it was? Yeah, we did. It was a cockroach and it was, and nobody knows this, but okay. this is, this is called karma, full, full fledged karma. Right Bring here. it. So earlier that day I was walking about and Every night we were in the villa, I would go to the kitchen at nighttime because everybody asked, do we eat? Yes, we eat, but we can't put it on camera. And so I would take all these snacks and I would go and put them underneath my bed and in my drawer and like hide them from camera. And at night I was eating all these snacks. Right. And so I was walking around the villa one day and production came to me and they're like, hey, like we're getting complaints from the maids. Um, you can't have like <laughs> snacks inside of your room anymore because it's attracting bugs to the villa. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever proceeds to keep bringing snacks to my room. I was like, I was like, bro, like I'm going to eat. Like, you're not yeah. going to tell me. Right. So the next day I'm like walking around, I see a cockroach walk across. It's the first time I've ever seen a cockroach. I'm from Seattle. We don't really have those there. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, that is a nasty looking bug. I would hate to be touched by that thing. Right. And so that day that Carly gets called on a date, I'm already flustered. I'm already pissed off. I'm like, why have I not gotten a green light? I'm trying to kiss this girl. I haven't kissed a girl in, in months now. This is ridiculous. Uh-huh. She gets back, we go on a date and we talk about it. And as I'm talking to her about this, a giant roach decides to land on my (laughs) face. And I'm sitting there thinking in my head, like while it's on my face, as you can see, like the progression, I was like, did a leaf just land on my face? And then I was like, no, because like I'm at a table on a beach in the middle of summer on an island. That's not a leaf on my (laughs) face. And like I freaked out because I could see it's like antennas. And then I had to actually go back, sit finished the conversation and they didn't use any of it they just use the productions dying laughing like i screamed like a little girl i was like bro there's no way a cockroach just landed on my face well it was probably one of the most iconic moments in netflix reality tv history like it's memed it's talked about forever it kind of built your brand i mean have you ever thought about you know hanging out with cockroaches again or making money off of this uh, believe it or not, I've actually never got a bug spray brand deal. Like, it's actually amazing. amazing. <laughs> but, like, I was laughing because I was like, you know, Spider-Man got bit by the spider and he got to be super cool. And I was just like, of all things to be remembered from, if it wasn't going to be, like, a relationship, it was a cockroach, cockroach flying on my face. And I was like, at least, you know, at first, obviously, I was really mad about it. And I was like, bro, I wish people would stop bringing this up. And then I started realizing, like, no matter where you go in the world, everybody saw this like i'm talking like actual like a-listers not me yeah <laughs> we'll get into kidding. that <laughs> yeah. actual a-listers were like reposting my my video of this cockroach you know i had like kiki palmer posted jason derulo posted it like chris brown posted, and i was like by curiously i started meeting all of these people like making friends like you know i was at justin bieber's birthday he comes up him and Haley, like they shake my hand they're like big fans like we love the roach and mm-hmm. i said i thinking like you know maybe the cockroach wasn't the worst thing that happened to me you know in the moment it sucked but yeah, like yeah. you know now it's you know it's, it's actually the, the best thing it's the best thing that happened to you i feel like it really <laughs> branded you and like, it was just so funny. And like those moments that happen unexpectedly are what make reality TV gold. And you definitely did that. So kudos to you. Um, yeah. Love the cockroach. Roach Let's boy forever. About, for real. <laughs> Let's talk about Perfect Match. Because I think that's why a lot of people are tuning in. They want to know what your thoughts were. Have you done a lot of interviews since the show? Have you really talked about it? No, I, unfortunately, I've been MIA um, <laughs> doing some other work. So I haven't really got to speak a whole lot this is actually the first time i'm speaking anything about perfect match so 
Uh, I'm just kind of just letting it all out there on this one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're here. You came to the right place. I also knew, I also know what work you've been up to, but that is of course for a very private conversation after. Um, Cause remember Chase, I know everything. I don't know how you know, all, you knew everything before. You're like, I already know. I already know. I'm like, what? Like, bro, I yeah. just got back like three days ago. How do you already know? Yeah, I'm sorry, but I just know. <laughs> um, perfect match. Was this an easy decision for you to go? I'm actually so glad that you were there. Yes and no. Like, obviously, like, we all know, like, our job is TV. We all love yeah. doing TV. It's like a bug. You get bit by it. I don't care what anybody says. It sucks while you're there, but we all love it. It's part of, like, our career choice, and this is what we get to do for work. And so um, it was a pretty easy decision, but there's also in the back of your head, you're like, well, last time I got, you know, my heart broken twice. I got canceled. Then how a bug fly on my face what's gonna happen this time <laughs> well this time it turned out a lot better for you but did you have a girlfriend when you went into the show and if not why did everyone say you did uh yeah no i didn't have a girl okay <laughs> that's for the that's for the clickbait gotcha that's my teaser uh, uh, um no so the so here's the thing is when Two Out the Handle came out, obviously I went and I lived in Mexico with Marvin. I was seeing all these girls and blah, blah, blah. And so like, I realized I was having a problem in myself by going and seeing all these girls. This is not something I do. I'm an athlete. Like, I'm like, why am I partying, making these pointless things? And so when I was building my team of people that I wanted behind me, I don't know how social media works. I don't know how any of this works. I had a girl that I obviously used to watch on YouTube. In fact, you've probably seen her out and about with me. Yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is. She started, you know, we started making YouTube together. She's made multiple videos that were not in a relationship. Like I made videos about it because like, you know, we have like this very platonic friendship where, you know, like she, we'll, we'll run it up for views. Like she got famous for being in a relationship channel. That's like her brand. Obviously people on the internet want to be like, well, who's Chase Diddy? If he doesn't like any of these girls, he has to have a girlfriend, right? Of course. And like in my head, I'm like, like, you know, no, I'm going to go on this dating show whether you guys think like I'm with this girl or not. And the only reason people were upset, particularly about this one is because right before we went to the dating show, I wanted to leave the United States because I didn't want to catch COVID and not be able to go on this show because so many people were getting COVID at this time. Mm -hmm. So many people got pulled off of uh, two out the handle because they couldn't, even Peter almost didn't get to go on two out the handle because of COVID. So what I did is I booked a flight to go to Kauai, the most boring island in Australia. And wow. obviously, yeah, obviously none of my friends could just like, you know, pack up and leave in January and go to Kauai. And so she was like, oh yeah, I'll go with you to Kauai, blah, blah, blah. So we booked a resort in Kauai. She came with me. We went to like different various pubs, went on hikes and stuff, just avoiding like people. There's like literally nobody on this island. There's just like kind of like her and I. So we posted some videos over there. But while I was there, I had, you know, Talk to Savannah on the phone, talk to Mitchell on the phone. Like we all knew like everybody that was going to like this island. And so like, you know, we started pre-planning, okay, like maybe we should do this and this and this. Maybe we should talk to this person. Well, and like we don't know like the setup of the show yet. All we know at this time is it's a dating show. So like everybody who has came on your podcast or gone on these other podcasts and tried to say they didn't know it was a dating show is lying through your face. Like I'll send you I'll send you the email directly that literally says it's a dating show. <laughs> like a they literally said. Take Love Island and MTV's The Challenge and put it together. And that's what this show is going to be. So, like, for me, like, I was like, yes, I'll try to find, like, another girlfriend because, like, I'm O for, like, whatever on these rally shows with couples. And B, they know I'm an athlete. I'm a competitor. It was, like, an easy it was an easy sell for me. Like, yes, I'm going to do this show. And so, like, once we started, like, talking to each other about this show, we got a follow-up email basically saying, guys, you're not supposed to know who's on the show. Stop communicating, blah, blah, blah. And so it kind of like cease and desist. But meanwhile, we were still like on FaceTime 
game planning this. And so I remember one day I had like a two hour conversation with Savannah while I was kayaking mm -hmm. in Hawaii. And we were talking about, okay, like maybe we should do it this way and this way and this way. And me and Savannah have like a great um, friendship, great relationship and stuff like that. It was, it was never going to be anything weird. And we're like, you know, we could go on this show and we could just, you know, we could be the couple, we could do whatever. And it's never going to be weird because like we have like a relationship in real life. Yeah. Right. And so uh, when I got to the show, it was like already like pre-known. Like obviously I knew Joey and stuff and they see my Snapchats and they see this girl in my Snapchat and like, I don't hang out with Francesca in real life. Like I, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like we'll I've get seen to her. her. Yeah. I see her at event, event to event. Yeah. But, you know, even her, like I was messaging on Instagram before the show, like, Hey, like, I know you're here. Like we should, you know, talk about like what we could do on the show to make you know the numbers run because I'm the only two out to handle guy you know, at the time I was the only guy that had a show really out, you know, Shane's show had just come out. Bartiz wasn't even known yet. Dom wasn't even known yet. Will, like all these guys, I was the only, I was like, we could really run it up. You know, so I had this conversation before and I think like, you know, having these conversations strategically, them looking at all of my Snapchats and seeing, you know, this girl with me on this island, they're like, oh, well, Chase doesn't want a relationship in here. He must have a girlfriend because he was in Hawaii with her, you know, last month, you know, so that's where yeah. that rumor came from. So I hear what you're saying and I appreciate your honesty, but then I almost feel like there might be a little disconnect for, to your followers. Like if you're just, you know, hanging out with a girl and posting together for views, like how do you think your followers would, do we, do you feel like they're like, you're misleading them in any way or it's just part of the game on social media? Yeah, no. So like, here's the thing. It's like, I've never gone on the internet and been like, Hey, like this is the girl I like, you know, yeah. I've never done that. You know, in fact, I've made multiple videos saying she's not my girlfriend. I've made multiple yeah. videos explaining I never had a girlfriend. She's made videos on her own YouTube channel that she has millions of subscribers to that. We are just like friends. The only misleading leading thing I've ever done is I made a YouTube video with clickbait that said I made, I kept my promise for New Year's and it was like her like on my back with like a heart. That was the that was like the only thing that anybody has ever seen of remote romance between like me and this girl. In fact, like I posted multiple videos of me baby birding people, uh, you know, spitting shots in girls mouths. I've talked to different, you know, different, different girls everywhere right now. Like I think like you know, there was a time with Julia from Dated and Related. I was posting like a lot with her. She was traveling with me. So everybody was like, oh, are you and Julia together? And like, you know, you you play on it a little bit, obviously, you know, yeah. for the Internet. And I'm sorry to all my fans and supporters out there. But, you know, like the, the way the Internet works is everybody wants to know, like, who are you in love with? Who are you in a relationship with? And so, like, there is a little bit of a disconnect there as far as like explaining to people, like, I don't want to be branded with anybody. I'm very single. I was very single then. I'm still very single i'm really sorry to disappoint everybody but yeah you can be good looking and successful and still not have a girlfriend like i really hate to break it to everybody so listen i'm here for it honestly <laughs> it makes me my job a lot easier i can be like who is this chase dating this girl let me know what you guys think so <laughs> it works it works both ways but are you still talking to this girl now like are you guys friends is yeah we're harley is that her name uh her name is gabrielle gabrielle okay yeah yeah i, I see not not really right now because like uh, there's just been like so much like going on with like you know the drama with imperfect mass she's just had a girlfriend um you know she was obviously babysitting my dogs for me while i was away doing you know what yeah um so she was staying at my house and she was like using like my setup to, for her live streams and making videos and stuff but you know she had like a, a bunch of content from while she was here and so when i got back obviously you know she left so she hasn't she hasn't really been around she's not even in la right now she's in i think kansas um, so obviously like the questions are still arousing, like, why have you not been posting with such and such and, and this and that, but you know, we have a great friendship. We have a great relationship. It actually got to the point, like, you know, when I did get sent home from the show, Netflix reached out to her and was like, Hey, like, you know, like we hope everything's okay. We don't want to cause any like distress. 
um you know like the, especially like you know the lady that casted me katie who works directly with netflix yeah uh, you know had a, like a one-on-one phone call to let her know like everything was fine like obviously i couldn't call her while i was on the show but you know chase has now been you know eliminated from the show because you know there's speculations that you two might be dating and she felt like absolutely terrible about it like yeah you know as soon as i got my phone back she's like i'm so sorry like i don't know what i can do i was like it's it's not your fault like it, it you know it is what it is um that's the name of the game i got i got out villained by the villain so <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely and i mean i think there's just shows that straight guys and straight girls can be friends like a thousand percent it's, it's as simple as that so you get on the show and then georgia doesn't want to vibe with you because she believes you have a girlfriend i guess she kind of said that francesca was the one putting that in her ear do, oh, do you feel like man. georgia my issue with georgia is that I, I feel like she doesn't really make her own decisions you know we've seen her kind of talk about things the past few weeks and it just feels like she's always persuaded by someone else or she just blames people for her decision making is that kind of how you felt when she broke up with you or do you think you guys just weren't vibing no so like georgia 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 man i know she was, <laughs> she, she was she is she was like my kryptonite on the show. So basically what had happened was, is we we're going through this show. Everything's going well. Like I'm doing something every day to like throw a wrench in like the whole thing. Like, cause they didn't really have a show, which is why like the first four episodes is just me like doing stuff and sending myself and doing this because they, nobody was doing anything. Everybody was. People play nope. it safe. And that's yeah, what I like about you is you, you never will play it safe. Yeah, I was like, you know, I'm going to burn the boats while I was here. And so, like, while I'm doing this show, obviously, like, I know, like, I need to spin this board in favor of bringing in my friends so that if it ever comes down to it, like, I know Francesca and me are in here competing against each other. We're playing chess back and forth. It's like her versus me. She's like the most followed girl. I'm the most followed guy. Like, everybody's either going to listen to me or her. And so, like, I started spinning the board in my favor because she wasn't really doing much. She was just, like, hanging out with Dom, playing it safe. You know, promoting her bathing suits like you know shout out to her like she's doing her thing with her, her swim line but she wasn't there you know for love or a tv show for that matter and i know that because like obviously like i saw her at the netflix christmas event right before we went to film you yeah know, with with this guy that she said that she wasn't with but you know for me like i never brought that up to her because i was like it's not really my business and so while we were doing the show i was do i was setting it all up to the point where i was winning all the competitions i was setting myself on these dates and then I was like, well, I could bring Mitchell and Chloe in here. And those are both my friends in real life. And then once I do that, like everybody in here outside of Francesca, I have like a real relationship within the real world. And I think like Francesca picked up on that really fast. Obviously, we had one on one chats, her and I. And I was and she was just like, you know, she told me she plays like more of like a puppet master. She's behind the scenes. She does everything quietly and fair play to her. Like I knew she did that, too. I was like, you know, I told everybody, I was like, you guys think I'm the bad guy. Everybody's looking at me, but you're missing the real bad guy. She's walking in plain sight. And so she comes up to me after I won the challenge. I botched, obviously, the kissing score as everybody, you know, the yeah. chip tooth. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I won the challenge. I knew, like, I needed to convince Aunt Sophie to let me um, send myself on a date so there was no hard feelings there. Like, I was going to do it regardless, but, like, I had to, like, you know, let her know, like, this is nothing to do with how I feel about you in real life. I think you're a really nice girl, but, like, you know, we're here to make a TV show, sweetheart, not get married. Simple as that. And yeah. so um, I initially was going to bring in Chloe because I knew if I bring in Chloe, Chloe's going to bring in Mitchell. And then I have, you know, Mitchell in here. I'm going to have, you know, Zay back eventually. Um, you know, I'm going to have uh, Calvin in here. I'm going to have all the, my all my peoples in here, essentially. Right as we were getting ready to go to bed, Francesca comes over to me and she goes, pulls me aside. She's like, let's have a chat or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, finally, you know, you're coming around. We had this talk like over Instagram before we came in here. Like, yes, finally, Francesca, like, let's run up some views. And she goes, she goes, yeah, like I'm kind of like tied down with Dom right now. 
But she's like, I think, you know, you should bring Georgia in. You know, the other girls don't want me to tell you this because they don't want her in here. Like, I'm just going to tell you, like, I, I think you should bring her in. She's nice and blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting there thinking in my head, like, Francesca, when have you ever talked nice about any girl ever? Like, I'm not stupid. I'm sitting here thinking, though, like, I don't think you have a relationship with Georgia yet because to me, like, her show just came out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she, there's no way you would have met her. And I know of her because, you know, she used to um, see Marvin in gotcha. England. Obviously, Marvin's wife. We were just chatting about it. She used to see Marvin and um, Nathan from her season two. And those are two of my closest friends. And, like, they said, yeah, like, she's cool, but um, just be very careful with, you know, how she does things because, you know, she understands like, you know, what she can do to like manipulate men's thoughts. I was like, bro, she's not going to get the best of me. Mm -hmm. But then production came to me and they were like, you know, we want Georgia in and we think everybody's too scared to bring her in. And so obviously, you know, me, I was like, all right, fuck it. Like if anybody's going to bring Georgia in, it's going to be me. Yeah. And so I, I went out, I brought in Georgia and Izzy. I was like, you know, I'll bring two, two out to handle people in here. And then I was like, cause the only reason Izzy got in is because I had promised Nick that I would send him on a date if I won this challenge because Nick and Savannah had already pre-planned to bring me in because I was going to go couple up with Savannah and play it safe for the rest of the show. And so like, I was just repaying the favor to Nick. Like I'm going to send you on a date. Shane was really pissed off at the time because obviously I couldn't, like, I didn't know Shane that well. Like, yeah, we're buddies on the show, but like, I didn't talk to you in real life, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know where your head's at. And I think at this time you're still new to reality TV. So you think the shit is real. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, it's not real. It's not real, bro. And so he didn't understand that at the time. And so like, he was pissed off that I sent myself and Nick on a date. I brought back Georgia and Izzy. But while I was on this date, like I was talking with Georgia and Georgia, she's really good at what she does, bro. Like that girl could like I was a simp. I was like, bro, like, ah, fuck, man. Like it's messing up my whole game plan that I had. Like I was like, you know, to the point where even Savannah came up to me and Savannah's like, Chase, you're thinking with the wrong head right now. And I was like, no, I'm not. you know, I was being an idiot, a blatant idiot. Cause I realistically, I should have chosen Savannah. Yeah. And, that's what I and, thought was going to happen too. Yeah. And we had, it was pre-planned. Savannah brought me in. Like I should have picked, if I could go back, I would have stayed with Savannah a thousand percent because Savannah's actually cool. She's nice. Like obviously we like Savannah. Yeah. I love but, Savannah. Yeah. And so, but because I didn't do this, this was like initially my ultimate downfall because I chose to stay with Georgia. I kicked Aunt Sophie out. Savannah got sent home that same night as well. And so like now I just, I basically just hindered my own army. Like I, I, I got rid of two of my allies and brought in one of Francesca's. And like at the time, I was like, this is fine. Well, Izzy had pulled me for a chat one day when everybody was out drinking. I was sitting there just chatting with Izzy, you know, making a show and stuff. Pissed Georgia off. Like, was she was livid. Like, she goes over on the couch. She was like, blah, 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 all mad. So like, after we we're done with the chat, I walked over there to get Georgia. Like, hey, you ready you know, to go to bed? And so she was just like, yeah, about time, blah, blah, blah. And then so she starts yelling at me. She's like, why is my best friend saying that she likes you? And you're over there chatting with her. Like, the most random jealous argument i've ever seen and i was just like scared to go into my own room like to the point where i'm just standing downstairs and production comes in like you have to go get in the bed with georgia you have to go get in the bed with georgia and i was just like well what is she doing right now is she asleep and so they, they you know pull the mic over okay can we check to see what georgia's doing and so the guy listens and he gets back he's laughing he goes well she's laying upstairs on a bed and she's smiling so it looks like she's waiting for you and i was like <laughs> Okay, like, like I'm sitting there thinking in my head, she has like a hysterical smile on her face, like a serial killer type of, or I don't know, I don't know what type of smile they said. And so like, I walk upstairs, I go in there, and she's just sitting on the bed like this. And so like, I go and I build like a pillow for it, and I lay down, and she starts like hysterically laughing, like laughing. 
And I was like, bro, what the, f- like, what the F? <laughs> like, like, what is this girl's problem? And so she knocks down the pillow for it. And so we started chatting. We ended up um, kissing that night for the first time. Like, you know, I think we're like the first couple to like kiss in the house. I don't, I haven't seen the show, so I don't know if it's, it made it in or not. We ended up kissing and I was like really liking her. I was like, okay, like maybe, okay, I see what you're doing here. But like, obviously I'm just very stupid at this time. And so I sit there and I'm starting to talk with her while I'm there getting to know like, what is your type? What do you not like? And a lot of people don't know this. She told me about a story of a guy she dated that used to work on like a rock farm and like give out rocks and stuff like right. that. She's, she's like, he was like the nicest guy, but I couldn't trust him worth a damn. But like, she's talked about like this rock guy that she dated. So obviously, you know, that's where the whole like rock came from. It was like more of like oh, an inside okay. joke. And so, gotcha. you know, I got to know like what type she was and Dom was exactly not her type, which I knew, you know, at this point. So, okay. So you and Francesca, it seems like you guys are frenemies. It seems like you have mutual respect for each other, but you're, but you also like want to kill each other at the same time. Is that the dynamic? And where do you guys stand now? Uh, you know, every time I see Francesca, I always say hi to her. We, I give her a hug, uh, you know, kiss on the cheek, whatever it is. And, you know, she, like, I would say frenemies is like a very good term to put it. Like, I think, yeah. you know, I would never like just call Francesca up like, Hey, let's have a, a fucking, you know, a coffee or whatever. But, like, I think, like, at this point, like, she understands, like, both of us have, like, such a predominant um, spot in, like, the reality universe right now that we kind of just have to, like, play the, you know, friend-friend role or whatever. And, like, I think it all initially started with, you know, obviously, when I first was on Two Out to Handle, I was staying with Harry for a bit. And so, like, you know, there was, like, a disconnect right off the bat. We filmed, you know, the Netflix reality games together. And uh-huh. she was asking well, I love that. Yeah, she got her own trailer and, like, her own room and shit. And, like, I didn't really understand the game at the time anyways. And so... I think like now that we've done like these experiences together, I see her at all these events where like, you know, we have like a very cordial relationship. You know, she doesn't directly attack me online outside of her telling people like I had this imaginary girlfriend, which yeah. fair play to her. I was like, you know, if there's any way to piss a girl off is to bring, you know, another girl, especially after she saw how pissed off Georgia got about the whole Izzy situation. Like if it was me, I would have done the exact same thing. Like you think you're pissed off about that. Imagine he has a girlfriend in real life and now, you know, you guys have kissed and like he's telling you all these sweet things, but realistically, sweetheart, like, you know, once he gets out of here, he's going back to, to you know, YouTube girl, <laughs> you know? And I think, you know, Fran, it is what it is with her. Like she went on there to, like I said, to promote her bathing shoot. She did her thing. And obviously she knew what she was doing. She pulled Georgia aside. I was like, hey, like I know Chase in their life. I think he was with his girlfriend, this and that. And basically everything that she was doing, she threw at me and I had no idea. Like I was upstairs getting ready one morning. I came downstairs and Georgia pulls me. She's like, I just had a two hour chat with Francesca. She's saying you have a girlfriend in real life. And so like we're sitting by the pool and that's where that pool conversation of me explaining to her, like this is what's really going on and like where it's coming from happened in that conversation. Obviously they cut out a bunch of stuff and I asked her in that conversation, I'm like, like I'm about you in here, like I'm committed to you. I just, I don't know where you stand. And she was just like, uh-huh. she's like, I don't know, you confuse me. Like you're really nice, but like everybody's saying this and everybody's saying that. And I was like, okay, so are we gonna play this game in this house based off he said, she said? Like That was my thing, that's what I said. Like, I love Georgia, I think she's so sweet. But she just seems very easily influenced. Where do you kind of stand with her now? Yeah, see, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing with Georgia, too, is like even like when the whole shit went down, like obviously I picked I voted for them to win at the end. And she comes up and she's like, oh, everybody was just in my ear about this. I didn't know how to make a decision for myself. And I told her, I was like, you know, you're going to be on these TV shows. You need to learn how to you know, think for yourself, because like, yeah. once once you start playing everybody else's game, you're going to get like the worst. You're going to get played. You're going to get played. 
people are going to hate you because you are not able to make those decisions for yourself. Hence why, you know, I'm sitting in the finale. Georgia yelling at me, that is the truest form of Georgia. Off When the cameras are off and all this and that, like, that's, she's a fire sign. You know, that's, that's what she does. And I think, like, when the cameras come on, she has, like, she's gotten very good at it. She's gotten very good personas about her. But only the people that know her in real life understand what type of uh, person she really is. Whether you think it's a good person or a bad person, this is who Georgia is. And I think like the relationship with her and I right now is like similar to like my relationship with Fran. I wouldn't say like we're friends. I wouldn't say we're enemies. I've had conversations with Georgia. Um, you know, after Perfect Match, I see her maybe once every like six, seven months. I asked her, you know, what the hell happened from her perspective? Because like, you know, I have friends that went to Coachella. I had friends that were in L.A. when all of this stuff was coming out about her and you know from what they told me is they said that john and georgia had taken a trip to disneyland that was the vacation i was like there's no way they spent netflix's money when on the show we said pick you know saudi arabia pick you know the maldives pick you know dubai not disneyland yeah. california <laughs> adventure <laughs> we yeah, never yeah. said that and so i heard that she had gone off and ran to harry's booth in coachella and they said that, you know, they were you know, kissing and stuff. And at this time she was still with Dom. And so like, I was on the other end of the phone. Like I said, like, you know, she told me that's not her type anyway. So, I mean, like I, I could see it. I didn't see it personally, but I could, I could definitely see it. And then, you know, they were broken up shortly after that. They never took this trip. They never did like a full on explanation. And then like, you know, obviously like Harry at the time was, you know, she was with Harry more and more and more and more. And I know Harry. Harry's a good friend of mine. Well, that's what I was going to ask, too. Like, did, are you you and Harry are boys? So is this, yeah. does that affect your friendship in any way? Oh, no, no. It's not like like I hooked up with, you know, G. Like, you know, I yeah, I, it, it makes sense. They're both Australian. They're both on Too Hot to Handle. She was respectfully, like, the biggest one on her show. He was the biggest guy on his show. And so, like, it makes sense. But, like, Zach, you'd be a fool if you told me that Harry's not stupid. Like, he's very smart. He knows exactly what he's doing, whether, you know, he's with her or he's not with her. You know, the timing with them being together around the launch of the show. Like, he very much knows what he's doing because, like, I learned firsthand from him. And that's, gotcha. you know, what, what brought a lot of success to me. And I think, like, you know, it goes back to Georgia sometimes not being able to like make decisions for herself fully. She also understands like Carrie's very big and very popular and stuff like that. So it's like they, I think they both kind of play off of each other. But like, if I were to say like, which of the two people do I think are more committed? I would definitely say like Georgia's probably likes Harry more than Harry likes Georgia, if that makes sense. But they're and, still together, right? Like they're happy or you think it's fake? I think that they're together. I think like, you know, they, they for right now, <laughs> All right. I, I think that, in six months, I, you know, within the next three months, actually, I would say they're not going to be together a hundred percent. Like I would be, I'll, I'll come on your podcast just like a clown if they're together in three <laughs> months. Like, I don't, I don't think that they're going to be together very long just because like, I know like Harry, like he loves girls. Like <laughs> The dude like loves girls. He has access to a lot of girls. So I don't think, you know, no fair play to Georgia, but like, you know, I don't think that, that, that relationship is going to last very long, especially after, you know, all the perfect match drama starts dying down and it becomes more of like a burden than a blessing. So that's, okay. that's definitely where I'm at. With that. Well, that's Chase's hot take. Um, appreciate it. I do want to ask about the text messages that Georgia leaked. Um, she posted that you basically told her that she should get more than 5k from Netflix. So this kind of frustrated, I think a lot of people because they want a free trip. You can't even like like each other enough to take a free trip after no. you win the show so it's a little frustrating that she was trying to negotiate more money i guess do you think that was kind of fair or 
like to only get 5k i feel like they should have just took the trip yeah so okay so this is so this is where i'm at with that so obviously i voted for them to win especially after i found out that there was no longer a money prize so i'm just kind of sitting back there sipping my tea like these people think they're about, <laughs> they're about to win money and uh they actually i think initially it was going to be money and then obviously it got swapped because i think netflix started catching on like maybe like none of these couples are genuine we're not going to just you know fork over a hundred grand so instead what i found out that they were going to win is a one one week vacation with each other um anywhere in the world and i was like man what what a perfect punishing crime to have uh something <laughs> like that like you don't yeah. really like this person but you want to win the show now you're going to go on vacation with this person and i think that once i found that out voting for them they didn't take the trip and like having that conversation i'm like so you guys never took this and they're like no and she had told me that netflix had offered them only like 5k as like you know like thanks for consolation the prize exactly and but weren't uh, you all getting paid anyway more than that just to be there yes. in general yeah we all got like i think 5k a week like it was something. so then it's like what's the next what, what's the point of an extra 5k especially since you guys are all influencers i think i think that was the point like they just paid for another week because it was a week vacation gotcha and so once she told me that i was like if i were you what you should do, George, is you should have a conversation with Dom before all of this stuff comes out because, like, it's going to look horrible. I don't think, she, like, at the time she realized how bad it was going to look horrible now that you're, especially with Harry, um, you know, with his track record and, like, all of this. Like, you need to have that conversation with Dom because, you know, obviously he's a very sensitive guy. A lot of people are going to, like, see themselves in that because they're going to be pissed off. And so what you should do is you should go and you should plan a trip with Dom, budget it out. Like, this is what it would have cost to fly. I said, pick the most expensive shit, pick the, pick fly uh, Emirates, like yeah, expensive, expensive, yeah, all that stuff and price it and then say, this is what the trip would have cost and then split it right down the middle. So then when you were at the finale and you were kind of calling everyone out, it almost looked like nobody believed you, right? Like nobody raised their hand when you were trying to call out Dom and Georgia. Was there, was that anything like edited out or do you now just feel justified after what happened after the show? Yeah, no, they edited a, a bunch, I, especially like when, you know, as soon as um, Nick Lachey, you know, he went through everybody first and then he waits for me to come at the end because he knows I was going to say something about the relationship. And like before I could even say anything, Georgia had like gone at me. She's like, you think I would pick you after all the people you cheated and scammed and all this? Scammed? And in my head, I, I didn't like that word for you. I didn't think that was fair. I was like, that's not fair, like fair play at all. I was like, I didn't scam anybody. In fact, yeah. like I was so honest about what I was doing in here. And I actually said that in the conversation. I was like, I was so honest about what I did in here. And like the reason you're sitting where you're sitting right now is because of what I what I did. Nobody wanted to bring you in, George. Everybody was in here saying they were going to, you know, come for you. And like throughout that process, too, is like I still have like the text messages from like Izzy and stuff like that. And she was like, I feel terrible about how like how like everything played out because she felt like the girl started like, you know, ganging up on her. And I texted Izzy back. I was like, tell Georgia essentially like stay strong because like, you know, they're going to come for her, but she needs to be like strong when she's in there. I'm not in there right now. And like, I was still like fully supportive of her. But like, you know, once I got back and I was like, Georgia, like I stayed up with you. Like I've sat with you through hours of this. Like, you know, in reality, time moves so slow. I was like, I know so much about you. Like, you know, to the point where I know that you are not looking for whatever it is Dom is. And Dom show just, he doesn't understand how TV works yet, you know? So in his head, he thinks it's real. In your head, you know it's not real. And so, like, I'm, for the sake of Dom, I'm telling you, like, you guys are full of shit. And then Dom, you know, he's, like, snapping at me. He's like, you say things just to get a reaction. I'm like, you know, they cut out the part where I was like, bro, you're, like, 30, 
and you're making fun of like, you know, me not taking this seriously, but you're, you know, over in the corner crying and not like I have anything, you know, against, you know, men that cry, like more power to you. But I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm trying to look out for you, you know, essentially, like I'm telling you, like, you think this is real, <laughs> but gotcha. it's not, you know, she's too hot to handle it. Like there's a reason she's on that show. You know what I mean? He's not putting yeah. it together. So Joey and Carousel should have won the show. Can we agree with that? No. I don't agree on that either. So who should have won? <laughs> Chloe and Shane? I vote, I wanted to vote for Bartice and Iz. Yeah, I heard <laughs> in that. Fact, in fact, when I went into the room, it was almost how it was going to shake out. In fact, like it, that's where they kind of came up with that last second idea, send everybody on dates and ask them if they think they're a perfect match. So if they said no, they weren't even on the ballot to vote for because I full on had it made that Bartice and Iz were going to win the show. The engagement ring came out of nowhere with Joey and Carousel. But my thing about Joey and Carousel is like, I don't think it was fair play. Um, I love Joey. I love Carousel. But it's not fair that, you know, they've actually dated in the real world and now they're mm -hmm. on a TV show. And so it's like, you know, you could put any one of my ex-girlfriends in here and they're not going to leave me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't fair. And, you know, that's where she brought up the whole, like, you know, I was tried with Chase and, you know, I survived and this and that. But it's like, you know, in, in fair play to all of them, it was like, you told me that you don't know me enough and you have to play it safe. Everybody in here is playing it safe for, you know, longevity, but you're not understanding like longevity does not really matter in this house. Like it's a matter of what you're doing. If you're just sitting here, just being boring all the time. I don't think that you being able to milk a in real life relationship should win you this show. Like that's not fair to anybody because you guys dated in real life. Like yeah. you, know, you guys know each other. Like, Bartice and Iz, they just met each other. So like, they're kind of like doing their thing. Francesca wasn't there to date anybody. Nick is just, like Nick, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, one of those three couples had to win. Shane, Chloe, Joey and Carousel, or Dom and um, Georgia, because those were the three main couples at the end. So for the viewer's perspective, one of those couples did have to win. So there's no way Bartice and Izzy could have won the show. It wouldn't have been fair. They came in last minute. They, they pulled it into the end. Right. And I think like if I was picking between any of them, I would have probably gave it to Shane and Chloe just because like um, I think that like, Chloe definitely came in thinking she was going to go with Mitchell and she could have. She stayed with Shane. Fair play. And Shane was in there genuinely still trying to find somebody. So I think yeah. in genuine aspects, Shane and Chloe definitely could have gone the distance. I know Dom and Georgia were not going to last. Like that was just like, <laughs> there's no way. Uh -huh. And then and then as far as Carousel and Joey, like I didn't think you know, they were going to be engaged after the show. So uh, I was just like, you know, I love them to death, but it, it wasn't a fair game for them to just come in here from day one, have a relationship in real world. And they knew they were going to be safe the entire show. Like it, it just, it wasn't really fair. You know what I mean? So. Gotcha. So you, you came into this podcast, you just kind of said everything you had to say about perfect match. It almost feels like you're um just saying that the show was completely fake. Does you, does that bot, like, does that worry you that maybe Netflix will be like, Chase, why are you saying all of this? Like, why are you exposing the show? Or are you just speaking your truth and giving your honest opinion? I'm just speaking the truth and like my honest opinion at this point, because like, even when I was there, I was just like, you know, I don't think that, structure of the show um was very fair like you're basically you have like a day and a half to convince somebody to pick you i think like it was 90 percent of the time it was girls pick and i think that you know the challenges they were they weren't really like really challenge-esque and i think that you know like obviously great relationship with netflix love them to death but like i would say that personally that the structure of season one of that show was not ideal and i think like if they wanted that to be better. They need to set up like a better system so that people aren't together just for safety. People are going to be together because they actually like each other. And then with that being said, like not everybody got to even go on the show. Like there was never a time where, you know, Colony and Chase were in the show or like, you know, mm -hmm. like Zay and Georgia or like, you know, like there was never 
it, it, there's no way to find your perfect match if everybody's not in there. If I, if it was me, I would have put everybody in there at the same time, said go mingle, go couple off with, you know, you got three, four days, go couple off with whoever you want. And then, you know, after that, you can start implementing these challenges, you know, sending people home, stuff like that. Like at least make it fair to everybody, you know? Well, there's definitely going to be a season two. So I'm sure they'll take what didn't work in season one and amp up the stakes for season two. Is there anyone from Netflix you think that should go on season two to make it spicy? Would you go back for another season? Oh, uh, you know, I would go in there and, and I'm burning <laughs> the boats. I'm, I'm going in there to wreak <laughs> havoc, you know, me personally. Um, but, you know, outside of me, obviously, like I would throw I'd throw Zay back in there. Uh, I think he does good on dating shows. He doesn't he didn't really get an opportunity on this one. Obviously, I would throw Mitchell back in there because he's like me. I think Dom, like he was genuine. I, I you know, as much as, you know, I think he cries a lot, but I think, you know, he's genuine. I'd put him back in there, too. So those are my three picks. All right. Well, we will see what happens um, outside of reality TV. I know that you are boxing. You're doing social media. Why don't you tell everybody else what you got going on and what's coming up? Yeah, I actually just signed a three fight deal with Misfits um, for the boxing. So I have three fights within the next six months. I signed a video game deal with them. Um, okay. so, so, you know, got that whole thing going on. I'm in fight camp right now. I actually got a fight April 21st. I'm going to go knock this dude out really quickly. And, okay. um, you know, outside of that, I'm getting ready for football season again. I've been in uh, talks with some Canadian teams and some um, XFL teams. So I'm going to be signing to a team here very shortly. And I also um, just signed with a new acting manager to do some scripted stuff. And so i got some scripted uh, TV shows and movies coming in everybody's way. So it's going to be really exciting. All right. Well, definitely everybody give Chase a follow. He's got exciting things coming up. And he always keeps it real, whether you like it or not. So thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. And thank you all so much for listening to this podcast or watching it. If you are watching on YouTube, please be sure to rate this podcast five stars, like, and subscribe. And we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Cheers.